god, are you ready? You're being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think uh, Sharon D shares a sentiment, but when we found out you were going to be on an episode of Fear the Walking Dead, we both were just like so <laughs> geeked. I was too, actually. I, uh, I've i been wanting to do the show, but uh, nothing had come up. They actually had me um, read for a role. I can't remember what episode it was. I think it was 702, but for a part. Uh, but the guy had a face mask the entire episode. Right. And I was like, no, I don't want, no, I don't want to do that. And then about three weeks later, my agents called and said there was an offer for this role. And when I said yes to the role, I didn't know that the, that he died. I didn't even know. Like oh. I didn't know, I didn't know what the role was. I didn't know whatever, but they said it was a cool role. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll do it. And then I got the script and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You said your agent had reached out and said that there was a part available. Was there an audition process involved? For the first uh, time they read me for a part was in the episode I, I spoke about, but this one, they didn't. They just said, you know, ever since that audition, they had had me in mind for this other part. So they oh, just that's cool. offered it to me, which is good. And that's as it should be. Yeah, you know, yeah. At this point in my life. That is <laughs> really cool. It was fun, yeah, it was fun. With a bad guy, you get to kind of just let it all out you know you don't have to be all restrained it's like you just let <laughs> well let you know it it's funny you say that my i i prefer playing bad guys more than good guys because there's more to them there's mm -hmm. just there's just is that's just a that's science guys that's science but no but it is it's like i i uh there's more layers and there's more depth to it and i not that i would say that this character this eli character i just played was a bad guy per se so if if you're playing a bad person or you know what's perceived as bad you, as an actor you don't look at it like that mm -hmm. you look at it as just someone who has ulterior motivations because they need something else right mm -hmm. so eli did that what he did because he wanted a place to, to stay and he wanted a place to live and he wanted to feel you know safe so he had to do something disgusting I'm so glad you said bad guy too, because I mean, all throughout the universe or any show, really, you know, no bad guys don't consider themselves bad. No. There's almost always a reason that they've gotten to this point in their life. And when you find out, it's like you almost sympathize with them and you're like, oh, I get it now. My favorite series on, on TV right now is a show called Succession. I think it's one of the best written shows. I think the actors on that show, you know, Brian Cox is just phenomenal and all the actors are really good on that but they are all potentially bad people it's kind of like a play on like maybe like a trump family or something or something like that <laughs> kind of thing no i'm serious it's yeah like yeah, yeah. Of, it's like it's like a play on that so when i watch these actors work and i think about okay so their dynamics you know it's all about relationships right so but what you just said is that you kind of feel bad for them like you kind of want them to just kind of be better or 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 to you know, you, you feel for that kind of thing. Anyway, I just went off on a tangent on succession. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, one of the themes throughout the universe is people are not black and white. They are, they're yeah. gray. Even Rick, who is the hero, he does terrible <laughs> things and he does it for good reasons, maybe, or what he feels like are good reasons. But the fact is there are no white good characters or black bad characters. They're, they're right. all gray. Everybody yeah. is gray. Yeah, they're just trying to survive, right? It's like you, you think about you think about like what would you do in that scenario? Like, God forbid, there's every ever a zombie apocalypse, which 
I don't think that's ever going to happen, like realistically, because that's, again, that's science. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, what would you do? Like, if you know, I mean, if you needed something bad and, and you know, you had a family to look out for or whatever, I mean, yeah, we'd all kind of, I think, go to a darker side, even if, you know, before it, we were choir boys or girls. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that survival instinct kicks in and you don't you don't know what you're capable of. Right. If you could play any character across the entire Walking Dead universe, who would it be? Oh, my God. Sarah. Yes. You know, honey, I'm doing this down that. here in the dining room because you were upstairs in the in the room I wanted to do it in. Hi, Mo. Hi, Mo. Said, Hi, Mo. <laughs> Ah, she's not feeling very good today. She's has Oh. So if there was any character I could play that I can I, I mean, I don't know. I'd like to see Eli go a lot longer because he could have been a badass. No, he could have been. Like I, you know, it kind of bummed me out. But it's like I think that 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 character had some room to grow. I thought. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He could have met Sarah, and uh, they could have like brewed some beer together, and, and, mm-hmm. like, and it would have been just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heck Although yeah. I think Sarah's kind of an asexual character. I don't think that she, you know, I don't think she dabbles on the boys. I mean, I could be wrong, but it's just from what I've seen. No, although, I, I, by yeah, the way, I although the last too. episode she did, there was more of a feminine touch to it, I thought. That's just me. Yeah. I love how complex Sarah is. And that, yeah, mm-hmm. like you said, that last episode really, really showed us just how deep of a character she is, too. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. I already loved Sarah. And that episode just took it to a whole nother level, whole nother yeah, level. She did yeah. great work, man. She, you know, I was back in LA when she was filming it and uh, she'd call me, you know, you know, we talked to her and when she was shooting and she was exhausted and, and things had, you know, been going on and then she hurt her ankle and uh, her foot and all this stuff. And, you know, it was, I was, it was impressive to see it the other day. You know? What a trooper pushing yeah. through all that too. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. And, you know, it's not easy. Uh, this show, um, <laughs> So I had heard stories about the heat and the wardrobe and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, but it's probably, you know, uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> like my, okay, when I went to wardrobe uh, at production here in Austin, I, I was like, I walked in, you know, I was wearing shorts and a t-shirt. I'm like, all right, where are they going to put me? And all of a sudden they start bringing out like these fleece jackets. And I'm like. <laughs> You guys do know that it's like 106 <laughs> and it's like 100% humidity. And they're like, well, this is, I was like, okay. And then by the time you have your t shirt, your sweatshirt, hoodie with a fleece jacket over it, and then your hood's pulled up and a mask, and then, you know, the, the mouth mask and the goggles, and then like you're wearing jeans with socks and boots, and you get out there to start shooting. Holy shit. It's like you're, you know, there comes a point where you're like, oh my God, I don't know if I'm going to. I don't know if I would. <laughs> so, but what they did do was cool, which I think the first day they actually did this was my second day on set, and they they got these cooling vests, right? So they got these like really tight vests with these tubes that kind of run through them, and then when you're when you're not filming, they hook you up to like an ice water box, and it shoots through these tubes, and it's like. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, it was great. It was great. That sounds amazing. Oh my gosh, I need to sleep in one of those. That sounds awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's crazy, you know, because you start to go a little cuckoo, right? So you're you start to wonder what okay, what am I doing? Okay, I'm playing this character. Because first of all, that opening sequence in 705, 
that opening shot with me pushing that cart and then I stop and then he comes out and there's dragon fruit and all that shit. And then, then they come in with the horses and then we have this like kind of standoff type thing that took an entire day just to shoot. What was that? Three minutes Four? I don't even know how long it was. Three minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All the day. Entire day. It was like 12 hour shoot just to do all the shots and the horses coming in and then getting like them dismounting the horses like they would, <laughs> like Austin and Christine would like, we'd be standing there waiting for them to dismount so we can start our dialogue. And then the horses would come in and they, they'd try to dismount the horse and the horse would start moving. And then Austin would like, <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 we should keep that. Because, you know, Lenny was directing. I'm like, Lenny, let's keep that. That's hilarious. He's like, mate, it's not, it's not a comedy. <laughs> it's not supposed to be funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Please release the gag reel, guys. Come on. No yeah, kidding. I mean, they, they don't do that. They don't do that for the show. Mm-mm. Not oh, for anyone. Come on. They got to do that. That's hilarious. Like messed up dialogue. Yes. Is <laughs> one of the best things ever because it makes the people on the show real, right? Mm-hmm. It breaks that barrier and it just makes them human. Yeah. And I probably make it onto that. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would watch just like hours and hours and hours of gag reel. I mean, that would Loopers. they could do oh, just guess. a whole a whole box set of just gag reels, and I would be so happy. Well, especially with the zombies they have and stuff. It's like they, you know, <laughs> because you know every time they go to you know pretend kill one of those things, it, there's so many blunders and and ridiculous. You know what I mean? <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like you stab someone, and, but the timing's just off. It's just <laughs> off. <laughs> you know I mean? Yes, that would be my favorite movie, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did they do the, the exploding dragon fruit in your hand? It was actually in my, my partner's hand. Yeah, yeah. And I had Me. to, so they took, uh, they just took a real dragon uh, fruit, whatever. The, I never even heard of that. I didn't know that existed. And they oh. basically cut it, like zigzagged it in half. So it just kind of lifted off. And they put these, this little uh, explosive cap in it. And then they kind of put the top back on carefully mm-hmm. and make sure you can't see that it's already cut in half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then someone's got a wire that's down underneath, right? And it goes to this guy like kind of off camera. And when, you know, Lenny yells bang, the guy hits a little switch and just, Pop. but that was funny because that, we had to do that like five times because <laughs> he kept putting duds in there. And it's 106. <laughs> and I'm sitting there with all my gear on, and I'm like, fucking explode it. Just explode. Just explode it. <laughs> you know? And the kid, the kid that played my partner, he was really, I can't remember his name, and it's so horrible, but he was such a sweet dude. And he was just, he was so, he was game for anything. And he had it. Like, he was wearing like a sweater and then like a sweater mask and then goggles. And I was like, this kid's. Gonna- He's going to die. Oh, no. He's going to die. Like, oh. it was insane. And the other part of that was, I was afraid of that dragon fruit explosion. The camera guy, this uh, first AD kept going, okay, get your face closer to it. I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, put your face closer to it. And I'm like this. He's like, a little closer. I'm like, no, what? How much closer am I going to? No. to explode on my face, which I don't think they actually got that. But yeah, because working with any of that kind of stuff is, you know, it's just, you know, you never yeah. know. You never know. Things happen. This was your first experience with with dragon fruit. I heard you say. Did did you try any while you were there? No, no, <laughs> no because it was sitting out there. It was one hundred and six. I said that. It was just no, 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 no. mushy fruit. No. I've never had dragon fruit more, either. Honestly, it looks interesting. <laughs> it looks weird. Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, but it actually does look kind of dragony with the leather 
mm-hmm. spikes and scaly, whatever that line was. I like the what did what did Eli call it? An apple pear or a, a pineapple apple or what did like, he call it? Like a <laughs> strawberry pear, if you ask me. Strawberry, yeah, strawberry pear. pear. Strawberry uh-huh. pear. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> did you, did you um did you uh, ad lib any of that any of that scene or was it all just great? No, most of my ad libs are are foul language. Like a lot of fucks, a lot of, oh, this is, this is bullshit, you know, and they won't let me do it. Because oh. I, I remember what afterwards, I had to do some ADR and the producers were like, I say asshole, I think in the opening scene, I say, aren't you the assholes who killed somebody or whatever mm-hmm. I say. And when I went to do ADR, they were going to try and take that out because they're only allowed one bad word per episode. I'm like, that's insane. That's insane. So they let me keep it, which was good. I was yeah. but I wish he cursed more because people who curse are more intelligent than people who don't. That's science too. I agree. All these scientific facts, guys. I heard I heard I that recently that. on a podcast, <laughs> I think. <laughs> no, actually, you know what I did hear? I did hear this a while ago. It was an article I read that people who tend to just kind of fly off and just ah oh, fuck that, you know, blah, 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 whatever <laughs> it is, they tend to be more trustworthy because they don't, they don't, they just kind of they're just, I don't know. They just they just let it out. Yeah. They unburden easier, you know, maybe don't hold back so much. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I have a potty. I curse, but I don't know how bad it is. <laughs> well, I'm from Jersey. So that's, ah, I well, there you go. All that. That's what it was. I mean, yeah. You couldn't get a sentence out without throwing down an F-bomb. <laughs> My mother <laughs> I, was, I was, I was like, mom, this is amazing. Yeah. Like you just drop F-bombs left and right <laughs> while you're just cooking dinner. Just part of normal dialogue. Navy town, so. <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> okay. So we've heard a lot of stories and I was just wondering what your experience, if you had the chance to try out the craft services. <laughs> oh, they have good stuff, man. <laughs> That's what we've heard. <laughs> so my whole thing about no matter what set I'm on, I just love food in general. I don't even have to be on set. Like I'll just eat. The amazing thing was when I first got there that morning, you know, you're in COVID protocol, which totally just takes a lot of fun out of you know the whole process but i walked up and i was like hey dude this guy was in this big you know the big food truck thing and i'm like you know what i want like i want like eggs and sausage and he made this amazing burrito this is a breakfast burrito that you could just literally just suck on for hours uh-huh. good and then for lunch they had like salmon and barbecue chicken and ribs and i am so hungry right now I'm starving right now. Like, but their food there is awesome. <laughs> their food there is good. Like good stuff. And it's Texas barbecue a lot of the time. So oh. Texas barbecue's got some good stuff. Now I'm drooling. <laughs> I love it. I love bar- I love meat. Yeah, I do too, unfortunately. Me too. <laughs> My wife doesn't. She stopped eating about six years ago. So every time I make something in the house, I have to do two fucking kinds of it. So I do one with meat and one without it. <laughs> I'm just awesome. a, I'm just a super picky eater. So my husband has to make two separate dishes. Too. Really? Loves, Are you yeah. a picky eater? So picky. He loves all the gross stuff, like like beans and vegetables and like all the stuff that I don't like. So he'll make his own food and then he'll make something for me. <laughs> like I'm a five year old. <laughs> just over there with like ice cream and marshmallows, like while he eats like vegetables. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like an adult and I eat like a child. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> your, your partner on screen didn't the character didn't have a name or, or at least not one that we heard no you know he didn't have one which you know i always think like if you're if you're in a scene that long it's like you should have a name but they yeah. know they, they didn't give him one so but you know he was just a, he was just a good dude yeah. and he was great yeah he was great and when he got shot see this is the other part so oh, the so way good. we were gonna film it 
that opening scene is that when he gets shot, the camera turns around for my reaction where I literally freak out. But for some reason, we didn't do that shot, which was kind of, I'm still confused as to why we didn't do that because it showed my relationship with this person and that kind of uh, camaraderie that we had built, even though we only had like a minute and a half to show it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I was, kind of, I was kind of bummed that they didn't do that. But, you know, anyway, they were supposed to film that. They never did. But it was really the way we kind of rehearsed it and stuff. It really showed more than, you know, about these two people that you're just literally meeting. It just mm-hmm. showed more of a, you know, a, a relationship. Yeah, yeah. It would have given you more, more of an idea of what these two guys meant to each other. Well, yeah. for, our, for argument's sake, we just kept referring to him as Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we were doing our breakdown for Squawking Dead, we were like, you know, <laughs> Alex and Wayne. I mean, Eli and Wayne. And I could not, could not for the that's life hilarious. of me get no, Eli to come out of my face. Yeah. yeah. The funny <laughs> thing is when I tell Wayne that, he's going to laugh his ass off. So if you and Wayne were in, stuck in an apocalypse, what would you call each other? Like, what would you call yourselves like as a team name? I'd probably be, uh, see this over here? <laughs> she doesn't feel well, she's gonna. Oh, <laughs> don't hide from us. You don't have to hide. <laughs> no, she's trying to take my time. Are you doing vodka already? Yes. I, I get know. it. I get it. No, I just want some- make Five o'clock better. somewhere. <laughs> uh, so what would I call Wayne? I'm going to say like, you know, I, my name, I would want to be like Vaseline Viper Mouth. <laughs> oh my God. And his name would be like inbound motor face chutney breath. <laughs> Because I feel like those are smart <laughs> names, right? And people would be like, what the fuck did he just call his friends? Like, and they'd never get it. And if you're trying to hide from people during the apocalypse, they're not going to know what to call you. I think that's a good idea. That is a good idea. You, you get, that's a good theory. Good solid theory. Too long though. I think I have to delete some of the names. Right? <laughs> I would remember it every time. What What was yours yeah. again, Alex? I don't remember what I said. Vas- Vaseline Viper Mouth. <laughs> yes, Vaseline <laughs> Viper Mouth. Oh, okay. Vaseline so, Viper Mouth. So Strand. Oh yeah. Do you think if Eli had the chance to meet Strand, they would get along? No, he'd kill him. He'd kill him. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. Strand would kill Eli, or Eli would kill Strand? No, I think Eli would definitely kill Strand. Yeah. In, in really? Yeah. She's too correct or something. Pompous. Like, yeah, pompous. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Know-it-all. And I think Eli would probably just gut him. Alex, do you watch um, the other two shows? Okay, so I'm going to be completely uh, transparent. So I haven't watched The Walking Dead. I think the last season I watched The Walking Dead was five. I think what happened was I got a little bit over uh, the whole Negan thing. It went on too long for me. It just went on too long. And there was so, you know, when you watch a show and you're like, wait a second, that sh- shouldn't have happened because they could have just killed him right there. I mean, it's so easy. Like it's, a, it happened so many times on the walking dead with the Negan character that I went, I can't, I can't, I can't yeah. because I'm hurting myself by watching it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you, you made, know, you made it pretty far. I, I, can't, I can't do this. Anymore. Yeah. I gotta keep watching this. Yeah. And that yeah. was like, a, he's a good guy now. Right. Kind of. He's like a, it's like a tweener. Yeah, yeah, he's, <laughs> tweener. He's, he's like borderline. He's yeah. borderline. He's one of those characters, those bad guy characters that we always said, if we had started the show with him, 
as our main character, he would be our hero. Like everything he's mm-hmm. done would be justified in our eyes if we were just watching it from his perspective. Yeah. How did you guys like the casting of that role? Oh, I, I think he's great. I, I, I yeah. think, yeah, I think he did a really great job. But if I'm being honest, I think you could have done it too. Oh, I know I could have. But here, yeah. my question is like, you know, it's funny. It's like, and thank you for saying that, by the way. So in the um, comic books, Negan is a big, bad motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I just wondered what the casting was on. That's all. Yeah. Like um, appearance wise, like uh yeah, physically. And, physically, and, yeah. yeah. Yes, physically. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and as, you know, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's a great actor. I feel the same way about, like, you know, uh, what's his name? Henry Cavill plays Superman. Like, I grew mm. up with Christopher Reeves, right? Mm-hmm. In the comic book, Superman is 6'4", big, strapping. You know, not too overly big, but just, like, kind of like a... And he's an alien, so he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. So they cast uh, Cavill, and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> He's so tiny. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's, uh, that's not Superman. And I'm a huge Superman geek. Yeah. So oh, kinda, man. You know, these kind of things that that uh, Hollywood does sometimes, I question, like, why? What? Yeah. Uh, I wonder what I they're totally doing. I get that because I um, am a big fan of Outlander. Okay. And they cast nothing against Sophie Skelton. She's a good actress, whatever. But she's supposed to be like 6'2 and just a, a big, a big woman. She's supposed to be like her dad, who's huge, you know? And they cast this tiny little girl and it just messes with me. I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't stand her in it. Like it just, it just, she's so wrong for the part. Yeah. Um, and that's, so what, totally that's that. the thing. That's what, exactly what you're saying is what I'm talking about. Like when I first saw Morgan in, in that part, Dean Morgan in the part, I was like, Mike, I first, actually, I didn't even see him in the part. My son, who was at the time, my son is 19 now, but at the time my son was a big fan and he's like, Oh, they cast the Negan part. And I'm like, oh, I didn't get to read for it. And he's like, but they got Jeffrey Dean Morgan. And I'm like, and I and I didn't realize I didn't know remember who that was. I was like, can you send me a picture? My son sends me a picture, and I'm like, this. What? <laughs> what? Like he's a skinny, skinny, little, skinny dude. I mean, he's not a big dude. Like, yeah. like skinny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He like was skinny. I remember Jeffrey D. Morgan was actually a little heavier when he played um, John Winchester on Supernatural that he was a, he was a little a little fuller then. But yeah, like you're saying, he is very, very thin, very thin now. And I'm yeah. wondering why someone just didn't like, you know, just throw him down a well. <laughs> just literally walk up just and just pick him up. Out. Get out of here. <laughs> Somebody just push, just push him over. <laughs> so why why didn't our people do that to Virginia then? Ooh. It's not all about size, you know, you can intimidate people in other fashion. No, you can. And you're right. You're absolutely right. But when anger sets in and, and you've had enough, you, like we said, you'd be surprised at what someone could do. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially when this, that character was killing all these people and doing all these horrible things. It's like, I didn't think that was going to go on as long as it did. And it's still going on. I just mm-hmm. didn't think that. Yeah. Negan pretty much was lasted three seasons. Yeah, he's he's a little different now, though. <laughs> yeah, she likes him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like things. I like certain parts about certain things. About him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like the the dynamic they've got going with him and Maggie is, is what I'm really into. Oh, <laughs> oh, how did we get? How did we get? Oh, the daughter this? is that the daughter? That's From the um, farm. Yeah, Herschel's daughter and Herschel's Glenn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
I don't know the storyline. Like I'm lost. <laughs> well, hey, when I mean, if you've got some bingeable hours that you need to fill up, I mean, Walking Dead is definitely a bingeable show. Very bingeable. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, shit. Mm-hmm. When, when it first came out, or no, actually, we waited, what, two years, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like two years after it come out, we're like, let's just give this show a shot. Like we did the same thing with Breaking Bad, which I thought mm-hmm. Breaking Bad was just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We started binging The Walking Dead. And I'd say the first two seasons were some of the best stuff it's some of the best stuff mm-hmm. um, i agree three, yeah it yeah. really was it was really really good we're big fans of acorn channel do you guys know what acorn channel is no i've not heard of it their shows on on that channel are just and they're usually limited series so they only do six to ten episodes and that's it mm-hmm. usually done like after like they they base them on books or whatever some good stuff on there man like really acorn channel i have to look at yeah you yeah. said you um what are you binge breaking bad have you watched better call saul too i have not watched that one no i i want to do it i haven't done it yet I yes just, yeah, yeah. if you is, liked breaking bad you will love it better is, call saul. yeah i think i think personally it is way better than breaking bad wait you just said way better way better it's very different really? it's it's different it's a different kind of show yeah it's more I- of a slow burn I think it, you'll appreciate the yeah. writing on it too. Yeah. Yes, it is yeah. so good. It is so good. It, I gotta it, check it's. Out. Bi- I mean, binge. It's definitely better to binge, because <laughs> um, I tried to watch it week to week when it first started, and I had a hard time. But then I waited and and binged three seasons, and yeah. they're they're just they're getting ready to start season six now, and it is yeah. phenomenal. It is phenomenal. Yeah, I gotta check. I gotta check it out. I think no, no doubt. It is. It is probably the best show, the best written show on television right now. It is really good. Yeah, I I, I guess I gotta check it out. Like I like I said earlier, like I don't know what, but Succession. I I don't know if you've seen it or what, but it is just. I mean, it's like Shakespearean. It's just like you know, it's Mm -hmm. like it's like a Shakespearean family set in you know present day, and it's just wild. Yeah, I went through all my Netflix yesterday, and I'm just pinning all of these scary movies that I want to watch eventually. (laughs) I gotta go find that one too. Well, I know. Okay, so you said scary movies. So I grew up <laughs> scary movies, right? Like I grew up a huge horror fan. And like when I was seven, I think I was like set five, five, six or seven when American Werewolf in London came out. And my father took me to the theater to see it. <laughs> and I was just like, this is amazing. This is like the best thing ever. <laughs> I was crying. I was scared. I cried. <laughs> but, you know, we can equate crying with a good time. Yeah. And so I literally... Uh, from that moment on, like I was just a horror freak. So when that, when the, when the pandemic happened and we couldn't do anything, we were stuck in our homes every day, every single day. And to this day, around one o'clock, one to two o'clock, I go into a guest bedroom and I pick a horror movie, something I've never seen. Uh, I will say this a lot of times they're horrible. Like yes. it's just horrible. Yes. Like the acting is terrible and the writing, you're like, what? And it's really bad. But I've been doing that since March of 2020. I have watched so many movies. It's crazy. I did like, the when same I go thing. Into a movie, yeah. I'm like, seen it, seen it, seen it, seen yes. it. <laughs> I had the same problem. That's what yesterday I found all of these brand new scary movies. And I'm like, yes. So I went through yeah. my list and I deleted all the ones I watched and I added like 15 more new ones. <laughs> if you, if you literally, you literally have to like text me or DM me or whatever. If you find something that's really good, because I, I need to see it. Because I can't find <laughs> yeah, anything yeah. anymore. If have I find something good, I'll tell yet. you. But The old ways? Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, tell me what it's about. Maybe. What is it? Uh, it's about the uh, reporter who goes to South America and 
she's kidnapped and they say she has a demon in her and they're trying yes to that was also i just watched it yes yeah yeah that was bridget, good bridget kelly canellis was in that she played uh, yeah. rachel on she fear was the rachel Dead. on fear yeah oh, wow yeah. yeah, I just watched that was new, right? Didn't that just come out? It came out in like what August? August. The end think, of August. Yeah. 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 Well, that was a good one. It that was, was good. really good. Yeah, it was really good. I'm not I'm not into horror movies, but I like that one. I just watched yeah. Winchester today. No, that's not a good one. No. No. Did you watch it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it I wasn't good. It yeah, it's just kind of it had potential. And then I'm like, oh, that's it, what you it's, okay. it's just like they run out of money or something. Like they think a lot of movies that I watch nowadays, they their endings are horrible. Yes. Like the endings of the movies are terrible. And I always wonder, did they run out of money while they were shooting? Because it happens. I mean, they do. They run out of money yeah. and investors or whatever. And then they just end it. They go, okay, just write, uh, I don't know. So this, we, this could be the end, right? We have enough, we have enough time. I mean, this is going to be a feature length <laughs> film. Just to have him say bologna sandwich and, and titles. Like, we're good. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. how I feel they do it. Yeah. How was the, the scene where you got kicked by the horse? How did that all happen? That was so, it was so good. <laughs> I didn't actually do that. There was a stunt double, but I had to. St- so when they had him do it, I watched some of it, not all of it, but they had him in a harness. The horse wasn't there. They just would go horse kick. And then they fall <laughs> you know, into a mat. The only part I had to film was I had to stand behind the horse and do my dialogue. And before we shot, I kept saying, I was like, guys, I don't really want to get kicked by this fucking horse. Like, and it was a big horse. It wasn't like the, like my little pony. This thing is like a big ass horse and it's muscular and it would go right. First of all, if anyone got kicked like that, it, the, the hoof would go through and out the chest. It wouldn't even, you wouldn't even fly away. You'd just still be there with the hoof through your chest. You know? But like, you know, and the fact that I even had, could get up after that and be like, ah, you, I fucking killed him, whatever I said. It's like, that's that's amazing. But here's my question. Why would Eli get kicked by a horse, fly down into the dirt, look up, have enough strength in him to be like, fuck you, Austin. <laughs> Shave your face. You look <laughs> and then like a couple skinny ass, way nothing zombies are going to rip through my three inch like fleece coat. Guys. Eli's still alive. He rolled. Uh, hey. I said he rolled under the dumpster. <laughs> rolled <laughs> under the tree dumpster. Eli. That's right. Okay. I remember what you're talking about. Okay. That's when I kind of stopped watching. Okay. That was the walking dead. Right. And that yes. was, uh, what's his name? Uh, Glenn. 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 We watched that episode and I went, well, he's done. That's it. <laughs> and then the next thing we know, we see him. And I swear to you for days, I was like, that's bullshit. There's no way. That would have happened. Like it really bothered me that he didn't die. Oh, oh, oh! Not man. that I wanted you him to. A lot of people, yeah. like a lot of people, were mad about that. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, and and the guy that was in, uh, I don't know his name, but the guy that was in the episode with uh, Maureen, uh, when he first did his first episode, they liked him so much that they made him mention that he had a brother. So they wrote that line in, which is <laughs> kind of hilarious to me. So it's just all just kind of, yeah. But my point is, Eli's not dead, guys. He had fake guts in his jacket to feed the zombies. Ooh. So when he went down, he just kind of started feeding them. So they thought yeah, there we they go. were eating from his uh, gullet. Uh-huh. That's actually yeah. a genius idea. Fill your, your stuff with fake guts. Start, 
Yes. Eli and Madison are going to come back and take over. <laughs> They're going to be yeah, the darker that's horses. another thing they never said. <laughs> Eli is actually Madison's lover. Ooh. I you were going to say Eli is actually Madison. I was going to say that. <laughs> For the court. You know what? That's an even better story. <laughs> yep. All of a sudden, Eli says, "Hey guys," and he just like, rips down his mask, and she just comes out like, "Yep, yes, yes." Oh. <laughs> that would be an acceptable way for Madison to come back. That is hilarious. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> if you were ever stuck in a real apocalypse, a real zombie apocalypse, mm. who would you rather have come and save you? Christine or Austin? I'm going to say Austin because he's another dude and we could just be like, hey, dude. And you'd be like, hey, dude. <laughs> Let's get pizza or something or whatever. <laughs> With Christine, it'd be like, hey, oh my God, thank you so much. Ah, we have nothing to talk about right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, better company. Yeah. <laughs> With another dude there. Christine's great. Sense. Like I love like Christine's great. I love Christine. I'm I'm coming around on Cher. I love I love Christine. I think she's an amazing actress. She plays yeah. Sherry so well. And I am starting to come around on Sherry. Yeah. If, I wasn't a always while. a Sherry fan. Those two are teaming up to like kind of do the their dark horses uh scenario. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, have you seen the dark horses before that already? Have you seen it in like another episode? Nope. Mm-mm. This was their first no, appearance. Um, they kind of at, they kind as, of yeah, yeah they kind of hinted at them at the end of season six um, mm-hmm. as they were going down in the bunker Dwight was saying we need to do more stuff like because they had just helped the Larsons mm-hmm. and he was like we sh- maybe we should do more stuff like this so they kind of hinted that they were gonna do something mm-hmm. in but we didn't know gotcha. <laughs> the first time we heard about Dark Horses was when they released the synopsis yeah oh I see okay yeah. I didn't even know that when we were filming I had no, I didn't know that and that was Austin's. He told me that was his first episode back for season seven. Other than Morgan and Strand, which have they've sprinkled through the episodes, each episode has been centered on one or two characters. Well, I, I knew they were going to do that from from my wife's, you know, the script she was getting. There was a couple scenes that she had filmed in her episode 704 that she thought, you know, that they edited out. But that's the way it goes, man. They get in those time crunches, you know, and they got to fill the story. And then they take a look at a scene. I'm like, just they're like, does this move the story forward? And if they mm-hmm. don't feel it does, then in five, six, 16, they cut out scenes of June and senior because they released oh, yeah. stills of the scenes, but the scenes were not in the actual episode. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. There was a whole scene where, where before they found Dakota and Teddy that, that was cut out, but they had like at least two or three stills from it that they released. Cause we were all like, where, where's the scene? Where, <laughs> what happened here? All right, we had theories all, all over the place, but what I'm very interested to hear what you think about Eli taking out the Larson family. Do you think that was difficult for him? Do you think he just was doing what he had to do? Where, where was That's his mindset? I, would say, I wish they filmed like that. See, this is the thing. I wish we filmed that because then you could see mm-hmm. what he's going through doing it. I think that Eli was at a place in this apocalypse where maybe years before he wouldn't have done it, but now he's at a place where he, he needs to do this. And, you know, as sick as it may make him to do it, he wants a place to stay. So again, it's that same thing. What will you do to move forward? What will you do to level up, so to speak? But I wish we could have filmed that just to give it a little, just even if it's just like a 30 second, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, To put that in there, but. Yeah, I think it's, but, but, you know, again, uh, in the second scene, now, again, I didn't see it, but 
is, is it, do they have, see, I should have watched it before we did this. Do, <laughs> do I still come in and he's at the horse and I'm like, get away from the horse and all that stuff. Is that, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, when he shows that game boy, when, yeah. when he shows that mm-hmm. game boy, it's not, I don't think it's him liking what he did. I think he's doing this to get at Austin. You see, mm-hmm. so he's mm-hmm. playing that kind of game of like, yeah, I did that. And you killed my partner because he shot my partner. And but look at what I have. So it's it's like a it's like a like a tit for tat kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Right? But to answer your question, I, no, I don't think he would enjoy it or enjoyed it. I think that he but again, it's an apocalypse. Yeah. But you got to do to survive. Yeah. Yeah. And if Eli was promised a spot in the tower mm-hmm. and now we're not exactly sure who made this promise to Eli. We're, we're debating whether or not Strand really knows what what's going on outside mm-hmm. that tower. And if Howard, maybe Howard is calling some of these shots. Well, I will tell you this, when we filmed it, I was under the impression that it was, uh, now I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I just, as right. an actor, I just kind of, it's, that mm-hmm. was in my head mm-hmm. that I got the, the direction from Strand to do okay. that. Mm-hmm. That's insightful. Now, but that's just for me. That was just for mm-hmm. me as an actor. I don't know. Yeah. Like, okay. I really Look at this show making me defend Strand. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> My feeling is I just don't feel like Strand is a bad guy. Well, bad, bad guy. Yeah. But I just don't see him ordering the death of a little kid. Maybe taking the Larsons out, but I can't see him being okay with them taking out yeah. a little kid. Yeah. Yeah. So now, when you guys time. were watching that, did you did you feel for them? For the Larsons? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean. So you guys wanted Eli to die. I mean, in, when you're watching the show, are you like, oh, he's got to die? Mm, I don't think I felt that way either, but it was probably more of a biased thing because I wanted to see more Alex on screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's a hard question to answer because, yeah. like, yeah, Eli killed a little kid, but at the same yeah. time, it's Alex. So no, right. yeah. so we can't be mad at him. <laughs> I mean, I felt the same way about Colby in Virginia because after yeah. I started talking to Colby, it was like, yeah, she's Virginia. I'm so I'm so conflicted. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, I guess I got to tell you something so funny. So anytime my wife and I watch each other in something like whether it's, you know, she's on something or I'm in something or, or or if it's just a good friend of mine, like, you know, I have other actor friends that are on TV series and stuff. I'm watching them and I'm always just like, oh, there's Jerry. <laughs> he's playing. He's pretending he's cop. <laughs> And it's just, it's just like this weird kind of like your brain, like kind of splits down the middle and you're like, what am I doing? What am I supposed to, how am I supposed to feel about this? You yeah. Know? Right. Yeah. But it's true. And it, it, it happens all the time. Like I'll see people I know on TV and I'm like, Oh, what's, what's she pretending to be? <laughs> that. You know, it's just kind of funny. I actually enjoy watching people that I don't know mm-hmm. at all because then I can, you know, literally just sink in and I don't know this person for me, this person is the person I'm watching on TV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. It takes you well when you know the person. It kind of takes you out. When it takes you. It out does. Watching them. Yeah, it does. It's yeah. the truth, man. Yeah, yeah, completely. Have you ever had an experience where this person you know on screen is still able to make you forget who they are? Like they're like they're just playing the character so well that they actually take you into that story with them. Uh no. No, no. yeah, so, yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I have, no, I've I've watched people that I've known on on in stuff and movies and stuff and been you know like specifically right now like I'm trying to think and I'm like oh, but it's like yeah of course At, so so like the first ten minutes I'm like oh, it's just and then all of a sudden I'm like ooh what is ooh well, that's great like, <laughs> you know you kind of go through this kind of roller coaster you've done um, comedy drama stage what do you prefer 
Well, I love all of it. I do prefer drama with a hint of laughter. As far as what medium do, medium do I like working in would be, I love theater. I just love doing stage. So I have a play coming up that I'm doing. I'm doing a show called Gaslight House, and it is written by the wonderful playwright Howard Scora. This will be the third play of his I'll be doing. And we go into rehearsals uh, mid-January in Los Angeles, and we open on March 26th at the White Fire Theater in LA. Uh, actually, my wife and I did his last play together, uh, Damaged Furniture. But yeah, so I'm really excited about that. It's uh, a wacky, dysfunctional script, because that's how Howard writes. It's just all about dysfunctional family. And I play a psychiatrist named Dr. Ben Soloway, who has to go home uh, to Long Island to uh, fix some family problems. But then hmm. you realize that everyone's a little nuts. You know? <laughs> so, you know, look, the TV stuff, that's very, um, I don't even want to say the word glamorous because it's really not, but it's just like, that is more, you're going to get more accolades for that. People are going to want to follow you. And, you know, even though I don't do very well on social media, but that's a, another story. You get more upfront, like, oh my God, you're so-and-so. With theater, there's really no money in it. You do it for the art, right? You do it because you're an actor and you fucking do theater because you're an actor. Do you mean, I gotta tell you this. Do you know how many actors that I've worked with in the TV scope when I'd be doing a play and like guest starring on a show and I'd get talking to the, like one of the leads of the show and I'd, and I'd go, yeah, I'm doing a play over here. You do theater? <gasps> like, yeah, I've never done a play. <gasps> and I literally go, what, wait, what? You've never done a play? Like you've never done yeah. a like you've never been in a, in a staged play like that. It's just wild to me, man, how some people uh, view the art, I guess. That is kind of crazy. I would I would make a false assumption, apparently, that most actors have done stage. Uh, yeah, you would think wow. so. I, yeah. I like to make the assumption that most good actors have done stage. I mean, that's just me, though. I mean, I haven't been on stage since high school. <laughs> but well, you I did were it. on stage. But I did it. Yeah. yeah. It's the purest form because there's no safety net. Right. No taste out there. Yeah. Yeah. When you got 96 pages of dialogue up in your head and you walk out on that stage and you know, your only break is at intermission an hour and, you know, 50, 50 minutes into the first act mm -hmm. and you're on, I mean, it is just mm -hmm. electric, man. Yeah. And, the, and the, and the, the energy between the audience and the actors is so, uh, you can, you can feel it. You can touch it. It's mm -hmm. like you can grab it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's pretty, oh, yeah. Yeah. And in TV, all you get are ratings. <laughs> you get ratings and you get people write th you things like, you suck or, or, <laughs> or I thought your part was going to be bigger. Like, this is dumb. Or like, <laughs> when, so, so Mo got you that part and you're like, oh. so you don't even respond. Like, I literally just delete, delete, delete. Mm -hmm. Because it's, they just want a reaction. You know, they want, mm -hmm. yeah. they just want you to kind of, Look at pay attention to me, you know, it gets kind of yeah. We we kind of battle that in the fandom, but it's it's a never ending tide. <laughs> I bet. But yeah. I you know what you know what amazes me, you know, even because you know, because so I have that podcast, right? The Zen AF podcast. And even with on in that area, it's like we get that kind of stuff where it's like, so someone what? oh my god, guys, this is hilarious. <laughs> someone wrote to me the other day. <laughs> oh no. And they're like, I listened to your podcast. It was okay. It wasn't great. And I'm like, okay, so you took the time out of your day to go on your computer or on your phone and go, I'm going to write them right now. 
Okay, it wasn't great. There, I told him. And it's like, so what am I supposed to do with that information? So all I wrote back was fuck off. <laughs> I didn't know what else to write. Like, I, I don't know what else to write to this person. Well, I mean, but would, yeah, would it have why? been better if they had given you like reasons? It sucked. I mean, well, no, but- because I'm doing what I want to do. And <laughs> right. no you know, if you don't like it, I always say this attendance is not compulsory. Mm-hmm. Don't fucking listen to it. Do you yep. see what I mean? Yeah. So I, that's my yeah. only response that I can really. Yeah. Fuck off. Like how, how much free time does this person have that they, yeah, like you said, they read, they sat down and they made this effort to just say, um, it was just okay. Not, <laughs> not fantastic. You know, like, hey guys, really? guess what? I didn't know we had it out there that we needed, you know, like some kind of fucking person to chime in on what the hell. <laughs> we, we weren't looking for reviews. Like this wasn't like, you know, this is, we didn't like write into like Siskel and Ebert and be like, could you, could you please rate our fucking podcast? <laughs> Oh my gosh. I've never reached out to someone to say that they were just okay. No, <laughs> I'd be like, that was amazing, but no. Yeah. I mean, what? could you, like, but there's something in the, in, in those people's minds where they feel like they have to do it, or I don't know, maybe it's like a compulsive thing. Like where they're like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta get this out of my head. And they have to know uh, Alex mm-hmm. Scooby and Wayne and Ween Hannah have to know about it. <laughs> oh my God. About it. Clearly, clearly they do not have a significant other to vent these things to. So they feel like they have to bring it to you, right? They must be lonely. I'm with you on that. Unless they're a tandem. They met (laughs) and they were like, we are going to go around the world. You and me are going to be, we're going to be in love by doing this to people. That's going to be our relationship. Troll couples. Ugh. Uh, I was was (laughs) raised... um, I mean, I was raised, you don't, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. So me too. Yeah. I yep. mean, come on. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. yeah. But the internet's like, no, forget that. Yeah. We want you to say everything that's on your mind, even if it's just okay. Yeah. Until I'm on the <laughs> podcast and then I have a lot to say about things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I like what we do because we're very clear about our opinions. And that's exactly what it is. In my yeah. opinion, here's what I think, or here's what I saw. Here's how I interpreted things. We don't yeah. say this is law or this is right yes. or wrong. Yes. And you you're know. smart to do that, yeah. by the way. Yeah, of course. Like if I'm ever going to say anything about something that I feel, Mm -hmm. then it's my opinion because other people see it differently, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Perspective is everything. Lazy with with the casting of uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. So here's the thing. like, (laughs) You know, it's funny to me, like with all the stuff that we have, right? With all like the internet and all the social media platforms, people are, I think they just feel freer to to just say what they're going to say. And you're never, and they know you're never going to meet them. Really, I mean, ninety-nine percent chance you're not you're never going to see this person. Case in point, I joined TikTok. I didn't want to, but I did because my son was like, "Look at this," and I'm like, "That's oh, kind of eh, all right. Fine, I'll do it." The third video I put out went over a million views. The comments <laughs> were oh, no. some of the worst things to the point where I was laughing hysterically reading them because I'm like, "This is some of the best put down stuff I've ever read." Like. <laughs> So the video is, it's just me looking at my camera. I'm sitting in the back of my house in LA and I'm having a beer and I just go, I was born in 1972 and people always say, wow, you look like you're in your twenties. And I'm like, what? I remember this video. So this is what it's right. And it went viral. The comments on that video, like, and I'm going to say 60% of them were like, you look like dog shit. (laughs) <laughs> my grandfather looks younger than you and he was born in 1840 
<laughs> like, I mean, it was just, and I would read them and I'd go, oh my God, look at these comments. <laughs> you have to laugh because it's just, wow. Like you, <laughs> oh my gosh. Some yeah. people's kids, man, like what is wrong with people? Like you have nothing better to do than, to, than put other people. I just don't get it, but it's, yeah, it is funny. It is. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you can laugh about it. And like, obviously, you know, it's not true. So it's just hysterical. To well, read yeah. It. And it's you also, know? It's, yeah. I mean, it's just, <laughs> oh, you remember that? <laughs> Trolls. We all have to deal Trolls. with them. Yeah. And it's amazing how many there are. Like you think there'd be like, I don't know, maybe 10,000 in the United States? No, because if there are only 10,000, they all went to my TikTok video. Every <laughs> all single of them. Every single troll. Like, troll. like they had like some kind of troll meeting and they're like, we're all going to go to this TikTok video. Yeah, they had a troll. They did. They had a troll meeting. They said, we're going to converge on Alex Luby's TikTok. <laughs> this is where our first official troll meeting will take place. Meet there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. After your experience on set, you know, seeing any episodes you have, we want to know, are you team Strand or team Morgan? <laughs> I'm going to have to say team Morgan. My wife, my wife's telling me that because she, she, I think she's on team Morgan, right? My wife. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. I yep. Yep. So I have to, and I'm really team Eli. Cause when he comes back, yes. you guys will be shocked <laughs> with, with yes. Madison. Yes, he's back Madison. as Madison. You guys are gonna be shocked. Oh, oh I can't wait. I can't hashtag wait. Bring back Eli. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we have a new hashtag. Start. I'm starting it today. Well, Alex, I don't want to take up your whole entire day here. So yeah, if we can finish off with like a little speed round, cake or pie? Pie. Ooh. Beach or mountains? No. <laughs> uh, you just want me to have a stroke. Go ahead. Phone or tablet? Phone. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Oh, this is an easy one. Instagram or TikTok? <laughs> I'm going to say Instagram. Ooh, all right. Yeah. yeah. Morning or evening? Morning. Ketchup or mustard? Ketchup. I'm going to say this one without knowing if you know who this is. Ted Lasso or Led Tasso? Do you watch Alex Ted Lasso? Alex Scooby. Alex Scooby. Good answer. Good answer. Do you are you watching Ted Lasso? I have no idea what that is. Oh, it's a oh. show on Apple TV. Oh, so is so good. Guys, you guys are in the know about this stuff. Like I literally <laughs> wake up in the morning, have coffee and smoke cigarettes, and then I eat lunch. And then I somewhere, usually have a beer. somewhere in between there, watch an episode or two of Ted Lasso because yeah. it is fantastic. Wonderful writing. Wait, yeah. what channel is this on? What is it on? It's, it's on Apple, Apple TV. TV. We don't have Apple TV. We have Roku TVs in our house. How do we do that? Is it uh, we'll, I will we'll, DM we'll, you later about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll, we'll tell okay. you after we're done recording. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hot dog or hamburger? Hamburger. June or Virginia? <laughs> <laughs> I know that's our last one. Well, one's a season and one's a state. <laughs> I'm going to say June in Virginia. Ooh, I like it. There we hey, go. Hey, good answer. Wonderful. Thank you, Oh, guys. man. Thank, thanks it. so much. Thank, Thank you, Alex. Yeah, I really appreciate you sitting yeah. down with us. This was a lot of fun. I, yeah, after, it was a lot of fun. After you seeing you, I, I just, I'm like, I told Charity, I'm like, we got to talk to Alex. I, I need to know more about this episode. I want to yeah. hear about his time. I just, yeah. we got to, we got to get him. <laughs> yeah, no, hey, I you really guys appreciate are awesome. it. And we do, and we love you guys. We, oh, my Thank you. Hi, Mo. Hi, Mo. I hope you feel better. I hope you feel better. I feel good. I think it's 
Oh, okay. Oh, and and okay. now, yeah, because she's been drinking vodka. All right. <laughs> you guys are awesome. And she wasn't drinking vodka. I was just kidding. Was just... <laughs> All right. So uh, I'll see you guys on the interwebs. That's right. We'll see you on the internet. Mm-hmm. Thanks right. so much, Alex. Thanks for having Bye. Thank you so much for making it to the end of this interview. Our little chat with Alex Scooby, arranged by Cosmomon09 and Rachel, uh, Rachel Burt and Sharon D, aka Blazy Gardner. Uh, we were kind of lucky. Uh, we, the girls really wanted to talk to Alex just casually anyway, just to congratulate him on getting the role on Fear the Walking Dead as Eli. So they just turned it into something, something cool, casual, hit on a couple of questions while they were there, but like overall, just to have a casual chat. Um, so thank you both and thank them yourselves. You can hit, you can hit them up anytime on social media at Cosmomom09 on everything and uh, at Blazy Gardener on everything. Uh, but those aren't the only people we have to thank. We also have to thank our Survivors tier members who generously donate uh, a a certain amount per month to support the podcast they in return we give them the ability to host alongside with us when we do our episode breakdowns as well as so many perks including this one getting the highlighted credits after the end of each episode uh those people would be obviously the credits let's roll uh it would be jasmine.iac on instagram whispers uk on instagram as well as Aliza Jones 71 on Instagram. But let's the, the congratulations don't stop there because our whisperers to your members also get credits at the end of the episode. And those would be Judith.morton on Instagram, Aiden underscore Atkin underscore on Instagram, at Tyler Philip Cox on both Instagram and Twitter, as well as none other than fanart Lindy, fanart underscore Lindy on Instagram, uh, who's portrait of Victor Strand in season seven is on its way to me as I speak right now at this moment and I am very excited to receive it. We have such talented Squawking Dead fam um, who've joined our membership tiers and I we could not do this without them. Now what is a membership tier? What am I talking about? Well if you head over to ko-fi.com slash squawking dead and just follow us there You'll be in the know when we actually uh, have a recording session with which you can jump in on, uh, as well as the unedited episode recordings. Yes, you can get our unedited episodes available to you for streaming or download even. Um, but it's, it's basically the behind the scenes, uh, ko-fi.com slash squawking dead. Uh, you do follow us there. You get your notifications. You'll know when we do something cool. And if you want to dip your toe into the waters, that is the behind-the-scenes content, the supporter-backed content. You can tip us, buy us a coffee, and get access to that content for 30 days. And if you're so inclined, and if you really, really enjoy what we're doing, you can even join a membership tier, just like the Whispers and Survivors tier, but you can join the Walkers tier for just as little as a dollar a month. And what you get with that is so much. 
I mean, with the whispers and the survivors get are pretty premium. The, the ability to join in to to actually join on camera and voice on episode breakdowns for the survivors here and the whispers here gets full discord access walkers still get discord access as well as the ability to stream those unedited recordings the access to the real-time chat while we record so you will be in the chat while we record lending your thoughts to these episodes uh, you'll get access to the squawking dead ringtone the intro sequence for our walking dead coverage uh, as well as uh, our secret playlist of clips our unlisted one as well as our secret playlist of all our live recordings the uh, the unedited episode recordings that we've done since we've started podcasting most of which are are, are also unlisted some in the beginning weren't but, but most of them are unlisted so Without any further ado, just make sure you head over to ko-fi.com squawking dead. Please create an account and follow us there so you just you just know what's going on. I think it's a great idea. We don't post much of it on social media. Uh, the only exception is when we have an interview like this and we want you to know about it. But other than that, our episode breakdowns totally on ko-fi.com slash squawking dead. And um, yeah, if you're so inclined, please do that. And as always, please try to rate this podcast at ratethispodcast.com slash squawking dead. Five stars in that plane is all we need to know that you love us. But if you want to write more, if you if you want to tell us how much this sucked <laughs> and you want a refund for all the non-dollars you've put into listening all the way to the end and listening to this, just tell everybody how much we suck after every episode. They need to know. The people need to know how badly we suck. <laughs> I mean, it would be nice if you, you told us how great we are, but... I mean, telling people, it's just relevance. It lets people know these people need to be stopped and the world needs to know, in fact. <laughs> anyway, I've been your host, David Cameo, not in this episode, but in spirit and in editing and in production and the ringleader of this outfit. And I hope to see you and hear you in the next one. Take care. See you soon.